Hello, Brian's and possibly not Brian's. This is all the Brian's where a Brian interviews Brian's. And this episode is brought to you by Airbnb, founded by Brian Chesky. Airbnb, because home is where the Brian is. Uh, so this is another one of some background noise recorded at a bar while I was in Chicago, uh, where I met up with the, the ballpark DJ for the Cubs home baseball games. A very interesting gig. Um, and I'll just let Brian explain. But first, here's what he said he'd choose for his walk-up music if he were stepping up to the plate. Uh, I'm Brian with an I. Yep. I am um, the DJ for the Chicago Cubs. Would you be able to just quickly walk us through like how your job plays out over the course of like a game? Sure. Um, I show up like three hours beforehand, three and a half, depending if like they want to do sound check for the anthem singer that day. Um, and then I get the lineups usually if they're out, and then we like set up the, the lineups on my computer according to the player's song. So the players email me all their songs, or I get text messages from them. You know, like, I heard this on Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want this in the lineup today, like, starting at this song. So I arrange them in order of the lineup. Um, once that's set, I just go through, pick which songs I want to play for the game, you know, for specific inning breaks. You know, usually they match up with ads or something that we do on the video board. And then uh, just pick out some other things because sometimes the situation doesn't exactly match the song. Do you pretty much have a hang of it now? How long have you been doing this? I uh, just started this year because uh, they fired somebody last year. Oh shit! What happened? Um, he and I don't know. I, before I got the job, I was like, "This guy's an idiot. I don't know how he could have done this." But I completely get it now. He played the song "Smack My Bitch Up" when Aldis Chapman, who is an accused domestic. Oh, no. Violence offender was walking off the mound. Did he do it intentionally? No, I no he didn't because I've talked to some people that have worked with him, and yeah, I feel awful for the guy now. That but you oh, know man. beforehand, I can see it now because you pre-plan your songs out and the breaks and everything. And he didn't even play like the the lyrical part of it. It was just the instrumental. But somebody caught wind of it and tweeted it out, and <laughs> oh, <no>. so unfortunately, <laughs> that's how I got the job. Oh so, man, I got that, the call that way. That is crazy. Yeah, so I just started this year on it. Okay, yeah. okay. So you're 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 coming in off a hot hot season. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, just, yeah. You like got to see all my coworkers get World Series rings, and I was like, why didn't you call me like six months ago? <laughs> why didn't you please yeah. make my bitch up last year? Right. Yeah. The year before. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, like, how do you even have like just the music organized? Like, how is it? Like by player, or is it by musician, or by like how is it queued up? Like yeah, in the system? we have this uh, program called Click Effects, and it's mm-hmm. used and it's like the stadium standard. I guess it's you know, really it, it doesn't fail ever. You know, yeah. If there's a fault problem, it's on my end. Okay. Uh, so uh, how I arrange it, there's you know the player walkups, and that's my main page, and that's all like you know one through nine, the batting order. Okay. We don't play music for the opposing team because that's kind of home field advantage just no organ or anything it's just dead silence yeah so for the home team cubs they get up to bat we'll play their songs um then i have it at like three fill tabs which is just you know anything from jerry lewis to the newest you know portugal the man or something like that um then i have pump up music obviously situation music you know the favorites like shout and ymca and 
all the oldies like that. Okay, so do you have like a playbook then for the scenarios in the game that you kind of follow? Um, not necessarily. Uh, you just, you know, like I said, you kind of, the video board was added like three years ago at Wrigley. And so they do a lot of ads on there. So most of my music is during the inning breaks. Yeah. And so if it's something with American Airlines, I'll get a flying theme song or something like that. Or if it's a highlight song, I'll try to get like a big pump up. You know, if it's a pitcher, like pitching highlights, something about going down or striking out or swinging like that. Yeah. Uh, so you just do it by occasion of what the video is usually or what the ad is or yeah. the feel of it. Like recently I've had uh, Jump Around queued up. Yeah. And it seems like every time I have that song queued up, they give up like five runs and I don't get to play Jump Around because nobody wants to hear Jump Around after the Cubs give up five runs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even with like walk-up music, then if you if the Cubs are getting kind of like destroyed and it's later in the game, like you just kind of cringe when you have to play this upbeat music. Yeah, and you kind of <laughs> use your discretion on that. Okay. Uh, like what's it? Uh, Jason Hayward has a song uh, by Kendrick Lamar, "Humble," and like the lyrics of it are "Sit down, be humble," and like you don't really want to play that. Necessarily when after like <laughs> if somebody like in front of him struck out, you don't really want to play a song. Yeah. It's called "Sit Down." Um, but then on like, the other other hand, uh, Rizzo has like a song that the crowd loves, where everybody starts clapping to it and gets into the rhythm. Okay. And if it's a, like a big game scenario, he has like five different walk-up songs. Like I'll skip whatever song it is and automatically go to that one to get the crowd pumped up again. So the organist is awesome, by the way. His name's Gary Pressy, and he's okay. been there for over 30 years and hasn't oh, missed a game in over 30 years. Oh, he's unreal. <laughs> like you, you play anything, and he'll play it right back to you. Okay. Um, so how we match it up? Uh, it's more music heavy now than it used to be in the past. Um, but Gary will play, say, like uh, the batter's in the box already. I can't play music once the batter's in the box. Uh, so Gary will play little ditties like, you know, let's go Cubs on the organ, like dun dun dun. Yeah. Like that. Uh, little crowd pump ups like that. Charge likes to play that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's off and on between us two, but it's mostly my music, and he plays, you know, obviously the seventh inning stretch. He does that. So there's, I would say, between the nine innings, he probably plays three full innings. Yeah. And then the rest is all me. Oh, wow. Okay. But he does a lot of little ditties, like, you know, when they take a walk or something, he'll play some tune for them like that, walk-related. He plays an impressive amount of Billy Joel. <laughs> like, he probably plays at least five Billy Joel songs a game. And do you know, how, like, is this kind of unique to Wrigley Field, having the organist uh, still Yeah, playing? I don't know how many organists are left in baseball, but I know... That organ's been there forever. I don't know how long, but it's... I don't know yeah. if it's original to the park necessarily, but it's Gary's organ. It's been there for as long as he has, which is forever. Um, I know Boston has one, uh, and Sox have one down at Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah. Those are the only ones I really know of. I've actually... I've heard that the walk-up music... I googled this just recently. It was actually invented by the Chicago White Sox, Sox organist Nancy Faust. Like, yeah, she was, kind she of was like there the, forever the originator of kind of doing spontaneous like uh, like requests for the players for walk-ups. Um, so I guess like, yeah, now 
it, it seems like the organist had more control uh, and then I read that something that like in the 80s it shifted towards the players have it's more of a player driven choice for them so like I'm right. guess I'm wondering you know how much control then do the players have in their walk-up music uh, pretty much full control unless you know they send me a song and it's written with expletives I'm just like you know unless it's I'll, what like just full of expletives yeah I'll <laughs> go back to them or go back to the clubhouse manager and be like, you know what, they need to pick a different song because no matter how much I edit this song, like, yeah. you're gonna hear it, so. Like, do you try to find, like, clean versions first or is it Yeah, like... definitely, yeah. Or, you know, scrub it out or, you know, cut that word out. So there's a lot of audio <laughs> editing in that. And sometimes they like to send you a song, like, ten minutes before the game and yeah. mess things up like that, but it works out. Um, and so how do you... So what program are you using to actually find the game, the, the songs? Are you using like um, Spotify usually, yeah. YouTube? Okay, so it's just like streaming it from somewhere. Right. Yeah, and then we have a music license, and we download it from there, and then cut it up according okay. to how they want it, because they want different start points and all that. Yeah. So you want to, and and how often do the players change their music, like on average? Some never. Yeah. Some every game. Yeah. Uh, who, who changes it the most for the Cubs? Jason Hayward. Hayward? Jason Hayward changes it. Uh, throughout a homestand, he'll probably change it four or five times. So does he make up the bulk of your headaches? <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's headaches. It's just like part of the job. Yeah. But yeah, um, but usually he gets it in early enough. What's like the most like last minute request that you've uh, been able to... Uh, I had one from Addison Russell like three weeks ago where it was literally ten minutes before the game. Right. And he wanted two new songs and there were a lot of N-bombs throughout the songs and that was a trip to edit that. I spent the first half of the inning getting those in. <laughs> and do they, are they very like, do they pretty much know what they want or are some of them kind of like give you options or ask you for suggestions or? No, it's all them. They, they know what they like, want, yeah. Because yeah. some of them even, you know, after doing it for most of this year, I've gotten to know their rhythm of it too. Like you'll see, like Chris Bryant specifically, will not go into the batter's box until a certain beat hits in his song. He has the song "Crisscross," warm it up, Chris. Okay. <laughs> and so he will wait until a certain part of the song and then step into the batter's box. Like they're, you know, they're very superstitious like that. So yeah, yeah, you get to know the rhythm, and you know, when you have new players come on, it takes a while to learn their rhythms with it. So it, it's kind of funny to watch like how much they actually pay attention to it. And you kind of have a control of the flow of the game in a sense. Because, you know, if you don't play their walk-up music right away after a hit or something, like the game will take a little longer. So you, you really got to pay attention to it and yeah. see what they're doing on the field as well. Have you ever had an instance, I mean, you've been, you haven't been there too long, like, the players like, having the same song or they want the same walk-up music, then what would happen? Mm, that hasn't happened, thankfully. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what would happen then. <laughs> I've had uh, that they want the same song starting at different times throughout the game, okay. which is different, but nothing, no players have requested the same song, thankfully. I'm sure they would, like, hash it out money-wise or something. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how they, that, that's their problem, they can figure yeah. that out. Has it gotten to a point where, like, not necessarily for the Cubs, but elsewhere in the league, where, like, 
artists are now will like reach out to mu- like the the players like musicians will reach out to the players to like try to like get them to play their music there like, was, is it kind of a commercialized there was side one, console yeah, it's funny you mention that because there was i don't know what player he did it for but jack white made a song this year it's an instrumental song called battle cry okay and he did it for one of the detroit tigers guys and they had like a deal going with some bat company and then jack made this song for the commercial and Okay. coincided with him using it as his walk-up. It's a badass walk-up song. We use it, actually, in one of our <laughs> videos because it's an awesome Jack White solo song. But it was it... Do you th- was that, like, a Jack White-initiated, like... I'm not sure the story behind whatever. it. I know they, co- they... I'm sure they were friends and collaborated on it. Okay. It's just an epic, you know, pump-up anthem. song that you've actually ended up cleaning up um there was one well the one the other day with edison russell it's called oh, thank yeah. god and i don't i don't know if god was mentioned at all during the song <laughs> but there was like an end bomb mm-hmm. every other line okay so that was fun uh there was one in the beginning of the year i forget who the player actually was but we had to go back to the uh clubhouse relations guy and actually tell him like no we can't can't do this song whatsoever because even the clean version like if you, you can ever, find an instrumental one yeah but there's no going have you ever like wanted to just advise a player or have you ever like they request a song that's just so weird that you would just know like this this would, this would not be this would not play well <laughs> uh yeah i mean there's a guy that has one and you know it's it's up to them like whatever gets them pumped up and in the moment <laughs> uh there's a player tommy Lastella has uh oh what a night by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons as his walk-up, and personally, like that wouldn't really get me pumped up. Yeah, no, but no. if it does for him, why not? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that like some players like to get pumped up and some like to get calmed down. Like maybe he's one of those people that just wants to yeah. be, like get into his end space, right? Or something. That, maybe maybe it takes him back to a peaceful time in his life. But for me, I would like a you know loud roaring guitar to pump me up instead of Frankie Valley. <laughs> You've like you know been seeing like most every Cubs game now. Like, is there a player that it seems like people get more excited for his his song versus uh, him actually being at bat? Um, I don't know about that. I, the crowd loves Rizzo's walk-up song. Okay. If you go to a game, you'll hear it. It's the first song, and like literally the entire stadium starts clapping to it. And it's just <laughs> one of those moments where you kind of smile a little bit. I don't know if they get excited for a song more than a player. We haven't run into that yet, thankfully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that's the only instance I know of that they love that song. It's almost ex- like they're, they're disappointed when a second at that comes and that song's not played. <laughs> so, would you say that baseball players have, just your, your general opinion, baseball players in general, now that you're familiar with what they're requesting, do you think they have an overall better or worse taste than the overall population? Oh, man. I'm get in trouble for it, but I, I like I'm probably a little bit of a music snob, so I'd say they have a uh, 
So less, less but, maybe than you. Yeah, it's but, definitely an eclectic taste. I mean, that, it's your profession, so right. their profession is hitting baseballs and right. Like I baseball. said, like there's, you have Frankie Valley, and then you have some trap music on the other end of the team. So it, it varies. Some of them have great taste in music. Okay. Some of them definitely just hear it in the club or on Spotify that day. And, so they're 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 you're doing it through email, or have any of them gone to the point where you're just they have to like they're texting you now, like? Um, it's email and mostly texts. Okay. So yeah, you'll get a screenshot of a YouTube video, or a, you know their Apple Music or Spotify, and it'll be like started at this point this song. And a lot of them are you know Latin baseball players, so they're songs I've never heard, and who knows <laughs> if there are swears in them because I don't speak Spanish. Um, do, so you do what's that maybe way. then like the weirdest? Have you got have you gotten a request at like a weird hour of the night? Where this I'm imagining like a baseball player um, out at like four in the morning, or all of a sudden had an inspiration. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Uh, like late at night, yeah. yeah. Like you know, I've had like 11:30 text messages from the manager. Yeah. Asking <laughs> something. So. So you say you get there about three hours before the game. How mm -hmm. uh, how long after the game then are you there? After the Go Cubs um, Go is like the final song, right? Right, yeah. Um, hopefully we get to play that one. Yeah. That's really fun to play. Um, probably like 15 minutes, I would say, or until the crowd clears out. Yeah, okay. Depends on the night or day, because there's a lot of day baseball as well. So what would you say is like the your favorite and your least favorite part of this job? Um... My favorite part is probably like just watching the crowd get pumped up. Um, it's, it's just cool to see people dancing around or young kids with their families and yeah. parents like that. Like, because yeah, awesome. you, you know, you, you, I came to the park as a kid and I was dancing around at the YMCA and yeah, now I get awesome. to play it for them and that's cool. <laughs> uh, least favorite job is like watching them lose because like we're all fans up there, so we get pissed off and yeah, you know there was. It was actually funny, like, uh, we were joking about playing Carlos Santana's Smooth one day because it was really hot out. And it was finally a really hot day, and we played it, and we were really jazzed up about it, and they gave up 10 runs in the first inning. And we're like, well, this is not really fun anymore, and we're never <laughs> playing Smooth again. So that's probably the bad part of the job, is just sitting there and watching when they have a really bad game. stories of superstition when it comes to music other than the one you mentioned uh, with the players yeah um not that I've noticed not, okay. just with them and their rhythm like they love to get and do a rhythm with it if there's a certain big beat in the song like they will wait until that beat happens so you gotta time it up right because the rule is once they have the rule in MLB is once they hit the dirt you have to kill the music but oh, okay. At Wrigley, we like to push it a little further. Uh, the president really doesn't care about that, so our, well, rule, our, our you... rule is two feet in the box. Okay. So we wait. So then you can see they'll be like hanging a foot outside of the batter's box, waiting for that certain beat that they're waiting for, and then once that hits, then they get in the box. And sometimes, like I had when I first started out, I had an ump yell at me, which was fun because <laughs> I see him waving like this at the press box <laughs> and my boss on the microphone is like Brian that's that's for you you need to turn the music off right now that's amazing uh, though like, yeah. you got you got waved by the ump <laughs> yeah it was cool and then not cool at the same time yeah because yeah. I mean how if you blatantly 
keep violate those rules, what would be like the the outcome? I mean, nothing. I mean, <laughs> I, there's you know, there's flubs every now and then. Like you're yeah. queuing up a song, and you accidentally left your fader potted up, and you play it, and it goes out to the park in the middle of a pitch, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> that just played may have messed up their you know concentration, something like that. So. Okay. Um, what would your What would your walkout music be if you could choose? Uh, um. You know, I know it's a hard question. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just you know, gun to your head right now. Probably like Your Touch by the Black Keys. Okay. Black Keys, Your Touch, a little classic. Black Keys, yeah. Just yeah. generally, would make good walkout music. Yeah. Or um, any Tom Petty song. I love Tom Petty. So what What is the background that? Uh, your background, you know, and how, and like, what led to this job? Like, how did you get this job? Um, you said before we were recording that you're from Chicago. Right. Is that a requirement for being, uh, getting no, this job? No, <laughs> it's definitely a requirement to be a fan. Yeah. Like, that's in the, you know, the job description, like, yeah. knowledge of <laughs> Chicago Cubs and their history. So you gotta know the team, you gotta know their history. Um, I was in radio for a while. I was yeah. a production director at a few stations around Chicago. Um, so I had a music background with that. Um, I uh, do some music engineering. I worked at a studio in Chicago for a while. Yeah. Um, so other than DJing at the park, I do like live events there too. If they have you know corporate events. Oh so, yeah. So there's that aspect to it. Do or, uh, do like concerts play at Wrigley Field too? Or yeah, I, I don't do anything with that. That's all. Okay. You know, their own sound engineers. Yeah. But yeah, they have, you know, there'll be a lot of corporate events for the sponsors and things, and I'll just show up, and me and the organists will go back and forth. I'll play some music, he'll play on the organ, vice versa. Okay. So. And is, are all these Wrigley Field, like, related uh, events, is this your, is this your primary job, or is your side This is just, job? like, my side gig. This is more your side gig? Yeah, yeah. And your other production stuff is more your main gig? Right, yeah. Okay. I usually, I, my main job is video production for pharmaceutical companies. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I like this job a lot more, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. this is a better focus for this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, you know, I didn't, like, want the, I didn't, I, obviously I wanted the job, but I didn't need it, and yeah. I got a call this past off season, and I was like, I'm not going to turn that you down. You don't get called up from going, to, you don't turn down getting called up, you know? <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. So how much longer do you see yourself doing this job, then? Oh, God. Like, whenever. Until they fire you for playing Smack My Bitch Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. It's until I, the time is right. All right. Uh, so, well, let, let's get into just some of the Brian questions now at the okay. end here. Um, do you, starting with the starting one, do you know why your parents named you Brian? Uh, no, I do not. I know that I was going to be named Kelly if I was a girl. Okay. And that's the only thing I know about my name. I know it wasn't religious or there's no one in my name or family named Brian, so I'm the first one. So you probably don't know then why I versus Y then? No, but I do have a little prejudice towards the Ys. Yeah, is this, yeah. Does this stem from anything in particular? Yeah, I, you met, have a, I you met a Brian with a Y that I didn't really care for, and then met another one, and then ignorantly made up my mind that Brian's with Ys aren't that cool. Okay, so yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there's cool Brian's with Ys. One bad Y can ruin them all. Yeah, yeah. No, I've met some cool ones, you know. The jury, the jury's still out whether we can all unite, but... What's the, uh, have you seen any weird spellings of Brian besides I or Y? Oh, I've seen all sorts of crazy stuff now. Uh, people sending me, like, yeah, there's, like, 
anything you can basically imagine that can vaguely relate to the spellings, like B R I E Y A N, <laughs> like like just anything like, like that. Definitely doesn't sound like Brian or look like Brian. Yeah, it's 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 kind of insane. But I guess like, yeah, you were almost a Kelly then. So then, right? Was your do your family have any Irish ancestry? None. Czechoslovakian and Lithuanian. Okay. So no, no Irish. In. I know Brian is an Irish name though, right? Yeah, it's yeah. An Irish name. Kelly, I think is Irish, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, did you have a sister that ended up getting named Kelly? Kelly, like, what are your siblings' no, names? No, it's so, uh, my brother's name is Matt. I just Matt. have one brother named Matt. Okay, so it. Matt and Brian. Yep. Pretty classic names in the United States. Yeah. Um, what about? Have you named anything? Uh, any pets or childrens or cars or bikes? Um, I have uh, like a stuffed dog because I can't have a real dog. Uh, you can't? Uh, no, nah, my apartment doesn't allow. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> uh, I would love a dog. Maybe like allergies. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, his name is Santo after a cub oh. Ron Santo. All right. Um, well. Yeah, but no, I haven't named anything like Brian Jr. or anything like that. Um, dead or alive? Well, this is a two-part question. Okay. Both dead or alive, though. Uh, famous Brian of all time. Or favorite Brian of all time, and uh, the Brian you'd most like to meet. So favorite and most like to meet. Oh man. Uh, off the top of my head, probably Brian Cranston. For favorite or meet or for both? Uh, probably both. I would okay. Say. Yeah, he, he's a good Brian. He's a he's a popular Brian, and I yeah. will have to point out to you, he is a Y Brian. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh. <laughs> all right. Maybe I can make an exception there. <laughs> Um, okay, now I have a trivia question, and since this is a baseball episode, do you know what was uh, Brian Wilson's walk-up music? You know, Brian Wilson, when he was the, at the Giants, uh, the pitcher. Mm. Was it a Beach Boy song? Since no. Since his name is Brian Wilson? But I will give you a hint that you mentioned this song earlier today. Jump Around? Yes. All right. Jump Around, Sweet. House of Pain. Yeah, That's he, a good one. Yeah, you... And I've heard that he's now trying to come back without a beard. He's trying to come back as a knuckleballer. Mm. Which, it's a yeah, good pitch. I don't know. It's a tough pitch to hit. <laughs> okay, so here's an even harder question. If you had to choose a first name other other than Brian, what would it be? Um, probably Cole. Cole? Cole, because of Cole Trickle and Days of Thunder. <laughs> I've always loved that name. I love that you had an answer ready. Most yeah. most Brian's don't have an answer ready to that. Yeah, I would love the name Cole. <laughs> it's a badass one. Um, just looking back at all the Brian's you met in your life, why Brian's, I Brian's, do you, do you think there's any sort of shared common personality traits or characteristics of all these Brian's? Uh, probably a good sense of humor, I would say. Every Brian that I've met likes to joke around. Yeah, I, uh, they're mostly chill. Personally, I would agree with that, but I haven't met all the Brian's yet. So. <laughs> I think they're yeah, they're generally pretty pretty relaxed and chill. Yeah. Um, would you say that overall that being a Brian has been a plus or a minus in your life? It has like I don't I'm the only Brian in my friend group. But oh I'm really? Not, yeah, I, I don't hang out with any other Brian's that may be like you know psychological that I don't want yeah. to. I was once at a job where. On one project, there were five of us on the project, five Brian's on the project, mm. and that got very confusing. <laughs> There's a Brian that works for the Cubs, and he's a cameraman, yeah. and we're all on the same headsets, so sometimes when they're calling for him or yelling at him on our headsets, like I get flustered and look oh, around yeah, of course. <laughs> or respond, so that gets confusing. Do you have any memorable instances of your name being misspelled? Yeah, brain, you know, brain. the classic brain. Um, do you have any memorable instances of that happening? Yeah, when I worked at um, 
WGN Radio. Yeah. I was production director over there for a while, and my ID said Brain on it. Your ID? Yeah, okay. my ID to get in the building said Brain. And you, did, you, did you just write it out? And no, I kind, of, I kind of laughed at it and enjoyed having an ID that said Brain. Did you, I mean, you think, did you change it, or did you just No, like, no, like, I whatever. kept it. I was like, yeah, whatever, it's kind of hilarious, so why not? <laughs> um, okay, so this might be the last question, yeah. Um, yeah, do you have any objections to this episode being, you know, called Brian the DJ for the Cubs or DJ for Wrigley Field, or do you have any other thoughts on what this uh, could be an intriguing title for this? Uh, or audio engineer or DJ, uh, I guess. Brian the DJ of the Cubs, I guess. Yeah, I think that, that works. works. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I mean, thanks for doing this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it was fun.